Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to a festive, merry, happy VARmas episode of the Football Drop podcast. Would you like to sound any less enthusiastic, merry VARmas, William? Well, it's quite hard to sound enthusiastic and excited when you've got your co-host rolling his eyes at you. Well, don't look at it. That's what I do. Any professional will just be able to crack on. <laughs> Mate, I'm so sorry. This is late. It's late. Very it's late. Great. It's late. It's great. He's got a Peroni. And he'll be in bed now by eight. <laughs> How you doing, mate? How are you? I'm all right, mate. I'm not too bad today. How are you doing? What's going on? Okay. Tell me all about it. I'm counting down the minutes until I finish work. So yeah, got, yeah, just um, yeah, I'm just done, just done, mate. One more day, We're all done. One more day, it's all I've got. And We're then all done now. It is the Christmas. I think you said summer holidays. It is the Christmas holidays for four days. And now I'm back in. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. There we go. What about We're you? Oh, good. Yeah, all good, mate. All good in the hood. Are you sorted um, for Christmas? All your presents done now? No last minute shopping, presents. cards, anything? All done, mate. Christmas shopping is done. Food shopping, present shopping, card shopping, 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 shopping just for the shits of gibbles. Like, all of it, all done. The, the shits and what, sorry? Giggles. You, you said gibbles, didn't you? Yeah. Pretty <laughs> yeah, sure there was a the gibbles yeah. in there. <laughs> As soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, I'm picking up on this. Cheers for calling that out. <laughs> no problemo. Um, the, mate, the general had wrapped every present last night. Wow, really? And I was very happy, but I was slightly disappointed with one of them. Okay. So your present finally arrived this week. Oh, I ordered okay, this nice. the first week of December. I thought he was going to say February then. I was like, wow, that's that's a pretty impressive present yeah, if it's still I just, saw it just arrived. And I knew. Um, 
And so I haven't actually seen it, but it's wrapped up. Okay. So when I drop it round to you at some point tomorrow, um, I need you to open it in front of me so I can see it. Yeah, I'd, I'd like yeah. that. Okay. Unless you want to wait till Christmas okay. Day, in which you can. But you then need to video call me or video, like, having a look at it and show me what it is and, and how nice it is. Oh, I'm really excited now. So I'm, I'm not sure I how feel... it's turned out. This is the problem. Okay. So I wanted to have okay. a look at it and then probably get really jealous that it looks really good then order myself one, like we have with the commentary charts that you did. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah. hmm. So yeah, you're you're a trial one, but I'm sure it's going to look banging. Okay, I'm intrigued now. I would also quite like uh, a recording of when you open yours as well. Okay. Should I? Should we wait mm. till Christmas morning to open them? Because I feel like it's probably the yeah. right thing to do. Okay, I don't know. Right? How do we? I I guess it's not going to be a surprise to them, but. How do we tell our partners that we need to video call each other on Christmas? <laughs> no, okay, we don't have to video call each other. We can just... <laughs> okay. Right, okay. All right, okay. It's, like, it's six o'clock in the morning. Hi, Will! Very VAR, man! Yeah. No, I haven't called Jack yet. I've called him straight away. <laughs> oh, I'm choking now. Oh, I laugh too much. Oh, mate. Yeah, I'm not sure how that will go down. Yeah. I think the general will just be like, yeah. oh, really? Seriously, I, now? Yeah. I, I think they'd, I think they'd expect it. That's all I can say about it, is they'll be like, yeah, all right. Probably. Yeah, if anything, they'll probably just call each other in disappointment. Yeah, I can't imagine that happening. There might be a text, but I can't imagine them video calling each other. No. Where are you for Christmas? Uh, I'm here, then Laura's parents, and then Box Day here, and then my dad's. You? Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, we're we're here uh, Christmas Day, and then at my mum's on Boxing Day. You got Christmas just just your your little family? Uh, no, it's just me. Well, yes, it's just me and Selge Christmas Day till about four o'clock, and then I'll grab Jack. Uh, so oh, we're going okay. out for lunch. We're going to go to a, a, a pub around the corner Oh, nice. for Christmas dinner. Never done that before, so that would be nice, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've done it, I think I did it once, God knows how many years ago now. I went with Dad and my sister, and obviously my, like my sister and my half-sister, so I went with like her side of the family. And it was nice, but it's just not not the same vibe. Mm. Just when you're at home, you have a yeah. few drinks, and there's always something that goes wrong with dinner, and everyone's like, "Oh, I'm getting all stressed." But it's funny at the same time. It's just something you remember for years and years. Okay. No, looking forward to it, mate. How was your engagement party? Oh, mate, it was mental. I loved it. Absolutely yeah. loved it. Yes, a massive thank you for coming. Massive thank you for the gift. I think we're going to be playing that. Uh, between Christmas and New Year, the general okay, and I. Cool. So yeah, we're going to give that a go. That'd be good. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a lovely turnout. So I appreciate anyone, uh, so you know, anyone, everyone that uh, that turned up. Yeah, really enjoyed that. It's a good night. Drank quite a lot, but luckily I wasn't absolutely hanging out my ass, and I wasn't you know sick. wasn't sick in the car on the way home. wasn't sick when I got home. I wasn't sick in the morning. I didn't have a bath in the morning, just trying to make me feel better or anything, um, which was nice. How did you find it, mate? 
I had I had a great time. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I thought the evening was fantastic. Uh, and yeah. Um, How did you feel well, after the party? Sort of en route home, maybe. Was Was you okay? Well, well, all of those things conveniently that you mentioned that you hadn't done are the things that I had done. Yeah. So I, oh, I was not. I was yeah, very weird. Yeah. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised all of that came out of your head. Yeah. Literally, oh. I just, it was in the sky. I just plucked them down. That was it. I, yeah, I had, uh, I was quite ill, actually. I think I was the most ill I've been for many a year yeah i was slaughtered uh i could barely function as as (laughs) anything on the walk home in the car i think i passed out probably when we got home i was sick a lot i think seven times was the count what i didn't i didn't realize it was that many i think i was six seven times. i don't know how i was sick so much but probably because I hadn't really eaten. We, I, was, I was drinking on an empty stomach, which is a bit of a rookie mistake. I don't know how much I drank. I drank a lot yeah. uh, over the course of, of that sort of afternoon, evening, night, that sort of period of time. Um, and the next day I was very ill. I had to do that thing. I don't know. Do you do it like when you just have to lay on the bathroom floor because it's cold and it feels nice? No, because I don't get in that sort of state that you do. Mm. No, I don't. I've, I don't think I've ever been in that state that you were. So well, I probably was uh, once, but not laying on the bathroom floor. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a regular occurrence for me. Um, so I think, yeah, I think I was ill on the Saturday. I think I was asleep in the afternoon for a couple of hours in the afternoon, and then on the Sunday I still felt bad. <clears throat> and then on the, I think it was was it Tuesday evening, me and Selge went for a drink. In, in a place around the corner nice. and uh, it took me about 20 minutes to drink a pint that I would normally take at least two to drink because I still felt a little bit fragile I'd say that's where you go wrong though is you neck pints extremely quickly oh, generally mm-hmm. if we've gone out for a few beers your first pint you've done within 10 minutes and then you gradually Easily, do yeah. start to slow down a little but I'm like, how the hell is he necking his back so quick? I'm sort of like 15, maybe 20 minutes a pint. And it's a steady pace. I can keep that going all evening. You're like, boom, seven minutes. Boom, nine. Boom, 11. Oh, 17. Oh, 28. Oh, 100. Honestly, I was impressed up until you got to 28 because they were all numbers. They're all odd numbers. numbers. (laughs) I I intentionally went to 28. I nearly said 21 and I was like, no, 28. (laughs) And I thought I'd end on a hundred, nice round number. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well done. We all we were all sitting there thinking they're all odd numbers, mate. They're all odd numbers. numbers. I know you I, love an odd I number. I knew, and that's why I intentionally made the change. Um, but you yeah. were on the shots as well, to be fair, mate. And you kept plying me with beer after beer. And I was like, oh, I'm on vodka and coke now. And then you kept getting me vodka and cokes, and you were definitely getting me doubles. No, I wasn't. You sure? Because they certainly I tasted wasn't. like doubles. No, no, no! I was only get. I was, mate. I don't, I don't do that. Everyone else I'm is. Not that one. Bought me. It tasted like a single, and yours were like proper strong. 
I swear to you, man. No, no, no. I, I'd only get you what you asked for. I'm not one of those that tries to down, get your drinks down here and trick you and all that sort of stuff. No, no, no. I used to be like that, but no. Nah, I've learned my lesson. Fair enough. <clears throat> Fair play. Did you enjoy yourself, though? You didn't sell? I think so, yeah. From what I can remember, like the first part of the night seemed really good. And thereafter, I don't recall, but I carried on drinking, so I must have been happy. Absolute trooper, mate. Absolute trooper. Got some nice photos of me and the, <coughs> the Wazza dancing, having a little dance together as well at Celtic. Do you know what? <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen any, well, I haven't seen any. I haven't seen many photos at all, uh, to be honest with you. But I also realised that, <coughs> excuse me, out of all of sort of my friends that came, I think I got two pictures with them and that was it. I got none with you, none with Austin, none with Danny. None with Gav, M, Sam, Frankie. None. I think I got so one with was... one with Ali at one point. Right, standard. Um, yeah, I think that's because he was next to me. And yeah, that's it. So it's oh, a nice engagement you... party that I had no pictures with anyone. But yeah, I'm sure Laura had a good time. I... She's got lots of photos. She has. Yeah, she's got pictures of me on there. So there is evidence that I was there. Oh, that's good. Probably not I much evidence I those... that I was there, though. <laughs> yeah, that's worrying, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, nah, you look good, though. You look slick in that white shirt, mate. I was, Cheers, I bro. Was, I was man crushing on you, mate. You, oh, you look. Stop it. You look peng. Yeah, you look good. Oh, stop it, you. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Hi, guys. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. Facebook and Twitter so you don't miss a thing. How could you? Instagram is at football drop podcast. Twitter is at football drop pod. Thanks, Will, for that. Or just search us on Facebook, football drop podcast. Um, should we just move on? Because I'm very aware that this is going to be probably quite a long episode purely because there has been so much happening over the last sort of week and a half. Obviously, we've got an extra few days of news as well, which we normally wouldn't have covered until the next step. Yeah. Let's do it. So, Let's Tom Lockyer. Unfortunately, an incident occurred last weekend where he unfortunately collapsed on the pitch again, which is the second time this year um, for uh, the Luton captain. Um, I have heard that he, he's out of hospital now. Um, he's home he's been now. fitted... With I don't know whether it's a defib or something similar to what uh, Christian Eriksen's got. Yeah. Basically, just to to monitor everything and make sure if it happens again, he's you know increased the chance of you know survival and it's not going to be any too, anything too damaging. But what a horrible situation that must have been, not just for him but for all the players and the fans. Yeah, I think from what I've heard, you know, it's it was terrible they couldn't obviously continue game day and finish so yeah starting on some sad news but, but yeah it, luckily he's out of hospital now we hope his career isn't over as as maybe it you know if we're realistic it might be but yeah. hopefully not and hopefully you know he's all right uh but for the remainder of you know his life but maybe he's lost his career but if that's the worst thing then then fine i, I guess he'll take that yeah probably so yeah thoughts to him in a roundabout way. Yeah, in a weird way, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so that's a, a bit of a shame. It's a bit of a downer to start. Um, but 
I want to talk about Arteta quickly as well. So obviously he was Mikel. Yeah, old Super Mikel. Uh, obviously he had that bit of a Super rant, didn't Mi- he, about the referees, and it's a disgrace. What from the Newcastle game? From the Newcastle game. There was a, there was a panel a panel of t- people who looked at that, wasn't there? Mate, Arsenal's lawyers are fantastic. They have blagged this. So I'm just going to get up the actual direct meaning. So they said he wasn't saying disgrace. He was saying it's disgracia, which in Spanish means misfortune, mishap, bad luck, misadventure or mischance. And they somehow convinced this independent panel that that is what he actually meant. So he wasn't slagging off the referee saying their performance was a disgrace. Now, I've got a theory of who was on this panel. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Ian Wright, Tony Adams, Steve Bold. <laughs> it could have been. But what could have also have happened is the panel saw the push on Gabrielle and thought, yeah, no, it was a disgrace. Uh, let's let's just allow it. Let's just allow this fucking whatever he is that he's come up with, <clears throat> his lawyers, let's just allow that and let's crack on. Yeah, I think that's a great way. Great way to explain it. But what a lawyer, though, to come up with that. Shambolic. Incredible. Shambolic, mate. Absolutely shambolic. But yeah, well done. Well done for getting us out of the shit. Uh, but but he, he hasn't learned his lesson. Well, he did learn his lesson, didn't he? I think the next one he, he joked, didn't he? And said about VAR, done well. He's happy with VAR. And then the next one, he was like, don't talk to me about VAR. And then I think he's 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 had a match ban for too many yellow cards. And now he's got a, then the next game, he got another yellow card. Like, what is going on, bro? Well, he got a yellow for celebrating, but I didn't understand why, because you're allowed to celebrate a goal. He wasn't being offensive. He wasn't in anyone's face. So I don't know whether there was um, our assistant coach, Albert, in the box with him in the technical area. So I'm not really sure what happened there. But he got a yellow for mm. that, which is a bit odd. That's madness that they're not allowed to people in the dugout anymore. Like, well, I think it's because of Mikel. Ridiculous. Because he was always there gesticulating to everyone and getting in the fourth official's face all the time. Pep and Klopp are the same. Yeah, and I think it was from Eddie Howe and uh, his assistant, whose name escapes me, who was... Justin you know, something. They were always it? there. Yeah, something like that. I can't remember. But yeah, crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. We, uh, we had another managerial dismissal. We did. I'm surprised at this one. I feel sorry for Cooper. I, I do feel sorry for him. I've heard... Various different things, though, about his conduct at Forest. So, oh, okay, in what way? I think, I think there was a lot of disagreements between him and the owners, and he he hasn't conducted himself in a way that in a manner that they would have expected him to. So, I think okay. what has happened is he's not conducted himself very well. They've gone on a poor run of form in terms of Forrest and the team. And the ownership has thought, you know what? This is probably more hassle than it's actually worth. See you later. Maybe. I just, I think he was, from a manager, purely a managerial perspective, I think he was the best person for that job, though, at this moment in time. I mean, we saw what Nuno did at Spurs. They've got Nuno in, haven't they? Yeah. He didn't. He he didn't do well at Spurs. He did a great job at Wolves. Yeah, yeah. The limited budget, to be fair. But I mean, Forest—they're they're not afraid to spend money. They'll go and buy twenty-five players. 
that's in one window and then sell another 10. He, yeah, he did. Ones. In terms of the management of the team, I think he's he's done very, very well. He's almost been the perfect person for that team and for that role. But there's definitely been other things happening outside of football um, in terms of ma- matches that, that has just upset the board and they've decided that enough is enough and they want Nuno in. But yeah, I, mm. I, I think similar to when Eddie Howe was dismissed at Bournemouth that it, it arguably is the wrong decision. But Remains to be seen what happens. I mean, he's still got <clears throat> obviously the entire window as well to get a couple of players that you may think is going to be the right players to keep them up and get them a little bit further away from that drop zone, play maybe slightly better attractive football perhaps. Who knows? Who knows how that's going to be long term? Mm. Yeah, interesting though. Interesting. Uh, I like hearing that there's a little bit more to it than just performances that actually, you know, he was not very well liked within the dressing room by some players, but also the board as well. We're, we're getting a bit fed up of him. Mm. Once you lose the board, it's it got over, it. isn't it? Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, you wanted to talk about the Turkish football situation, which is insane. Yeah. Madness, wasn't it? Did you see what happened with the referee, uh, the referee who was punched by the, the owner? Yeah, just... I mean... <laughs> Uh, I know Turkish football is very hostile. It's a very hostile environment, same as Greek football to a certain extent. So, and I know the fans are very passionate, and the, you know you do get a lot of violence. But for an owner to go and punch a ref, I can't, what even caused it? I can't even remember why he punched him. I just remember seeing it and think, um, seeing like all the pictures and things, thinking, what the hell's going on? Yeah, it was a difficult one, wasn't it? Obviously. It was um, an equaliser, so it was. I don't. I don't. You know, I'm not. I'm going to try and pronounce the names as I as I try to do in in, in error. Here we go. Arguably, <coughs> going to butcher so another it language. MK MK Anka Ankara uh, It was their president Farak Koka, uh, and their team conceded a 97th minute equaliser. With uh, K-Cure Rizaspor. Um So he came onto the pitch. He punched the referee who went down. Um, and then he was kicked in the head a couple of times by other of the staff members from the team. Yeah, so, you know, you, you see you see your leader doing that. And I think, I, I don't know, I was going to say naturally. I don't know if it is naturally. But somewhere, naturally, they... Kit, they decided to just oh lay into God. him as well whilst he was on the floor. That's mental. Because I, I, the first I really heard about, it, I saw the referee uh, Uma Mila in in a in a I was going to say prison, not prison. What's the matter with me? In a hospital bed, and I was thinking, bloody hell, how hard was he hit? But then, and then I saw the punch, and I was like, why is he in hospital? But then I saw the kicks afterwards, and he went for precaution. But he had like a head brace on and all sorts. Yeah, it was incredible. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Just, and it's still so Turkish football is still on hold, isn't it? Everything's cancelled for the time being. They, so yeah, so yeah. Sorry, they they put it. I think it's back now. Um, I think they put it on hold. I think it's back now because I saw that there was another team. I th- I didn't I didn't actually read the article, but I saw uh, that another team had left the field 
because of their, their I think it, I think they're worried about Turkish football at the moment. So yeah, God knows what happens next, mate. Yeah, I think they've got some some decent reasons really uh, behind it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do we address what happened uh, literally over the last twenty four hours with the drastic Super League situation? Well, before we do that, I just want to. I, I saw quite an entertaining, mm. just a little bit of fun before we go into that serious hard stuff. Uh, Dean Smith, have you see, heard about Dean Smith? Are you going to talk to me about signing the contract? Signing the contract <laughs> with Charlotte <laughs> FC in America, mate. This is social media at its finest. It's great, isn't it? Social media and PR come in hand in hand. So he's got the contract. The, the obligatory, I uh, sorry, the obligatory photo. You're sitting there at a desk. You're pretending to sign your contract. Got the pen out. Blah blah blah. So is it? Who's it with? Is it Charlotte FC or something? Isn't it? Charlotte FC, yeah, yeah in America, yeah. And half, all the way through the contract is, I hereby, uh, I am Dean Smith, the manager of Charlotte FC. I am the manager of Charlotte FC. Something else. This contract is legally binding to say that I am Dean Smith, the manager of Charlotte FC. There's a couple no, of no, little snippets and stuff that. on there as yeah, well. Yeah, it's better than that. So I've got it here. So it says, within this contract, you agree that you are the head coach of Charlotte FC. Uh, you are head coach of Charlotte FC. You will be on the touchline for Charlotte FC matches. <laughs> Uh, Sir Minty is allowed to have a reoccurring weekly meeting with you, who is their mascot. Um, <laughs> you agree to one TikTok a month as deemed necessary. Uh, those were the bullet points that he was signing. Honestly, I think it's quality. It's a bit of bants. Obviously, they've done it so cleverly, so you can still see it, but not quite see it unless you're zooming in properly. So, yeah, fair yeah. play to them. Absolute bants. It's done the rounds, hasn't it, everywhere. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's a weird move, just... though, for Dean Smith. Uh, yeah, it is a weird move, actually. I think I think any sort of manager of that calibre going into MLS is, is a weird one, but... You know, he's been dismissed a couple of times from uh, a couple of jobs, hasn't he? What was the last one? Aston Villa, wasn't it? No, he left Villa, didn't he? Oh, that was a while ago. What was his last job? Was it Norwich? It was Villa. Oh, he might have done, yeah. I've had anyway, it doesn't matter. Google but, this, really. But, yeah, it, uh, it certainly, certainly the, uh, is, is, a, is a job that he can move into because yeah, there isn't anything else for him to go to. And Leicester. Oh, Leicester, yeah, of course. Leicester, yeah. And obviously yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. yeah. And then they took him down. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, I think, you know, what other job has he got to do? Yeah, uh, to be fair, what an experience it's going to be, though. Something completely yeah. different for him. They seem they seem like a great club already. I love them. They're my favourite MLS team now. Yeah, I can't say I blame you. Um, okay, so a couple of things. Go on. Uh, Welch is set to make Premier League history by becoming the first female referee. Yes, it's in the Fulham game, I think, isn't it? Um, 
I think you're right. Who have they got? Burnley. Fulham Burnley. Yes. I think that's good. Uh, I think this is a really good positive move. Yeah. I also think just whilst we're talking about or have been talking about European football, uh, before we come into the European European Super League, uh, Ajax, mate. They got knocked out by an amateur football team. Hercules, I think they were called. They lost 3-2. They're currently 23 points off PSV in top place in the era divisie. It's insane. What a fall from grace. What a fall from grace, mate. I know. And just, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, they've also dominated for years and years, but they seem it always seems to happen in Holland. They have three, four years of one team will dominate, then the other comes up, whether it's mm. PSV, um, whether it's FC Twente, for example. You know, one of them, AZ Alkmaar, obviously a little while ago, you know, they, they would all yeah. sort of get up there, have a, have a couple of seasons at the top. But another one is Lyon in France. They are bottom of Ligue 1. Yeah, yeah. Can't pronounce it. Mate, they are shocking. You needed me. I did, I did need you, mate. I needed your linguistic abilities to be able to uh, pronounce it. But yeah, Leon. I thought that was pasta. They're, gonna, they're going down. No, that's linguini. Linguini. Like you, little weenie, linguini. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they're going to go down, but yeah, I know what you mean. Mate, they can't get a, get points for love nor money at the moment. Check, check Lacazette up front, it'll be fine. Yeah, he's been playing, mate. That's that's, that's probably why they're not scoring any goals. <laughs> Bless yeah. him. Yeah, good point, good Bless point. Him. Well done, Ben. Well right, done. come on. European Super League, because this is just a, an absolute fucking joke, let's be honest. So, Ooh, can you tell me words, what's different apart from promotion and relegation from the last proposal? That, well, that's it. Right, okay. Cool. I, I just wanted to double check that I'm not misunderstanding this because it's just ridiculous. So But that was the that was the problem with the Super League, wasn't it? That you, you that it was only for that well, group or that, that that group of people because there was no relegation and no promotion. So that was the issue. So they fixed that issue. So so the European Court of Justice said actually UA for FIFA, you can't do what you've done. You go back to the drawing board, uh, ESL basically, who later that day said, We've done that, this is what we're going to propose. Yeah, it's insane that they it all got announced very quickly in quick succession from the uh, the legal announcement. But did you think, and this is just being me probably being a little bit picky, but the presentation or like the video thing that they sent out and released. It looked like something that you and I could make on Canva or like wow. PowerPoint. It didn't look that oh, fancy. I mean, I take, I yeah, I, do you know I'm going to take that because our intro on YouTube is is phenomenal. <laughs> Why did you laugh? No, you're right. It, it's it's incredible. It's it's proper professional. Yeah, it I, is. I, lo- I love what you've good. done. Honestly, it's, it's fantastic. But. In terms of what they've done, you know, the budgets and stuff that they've got. Yeah, very quickly and very swiftly. (laughs) (laughs) The the budgets they've got, it does generally look like an amateur sort of video creation. Yeah, it's just loads of dots on it. Yeah, it just... (laughs) And the colour scheme looks a bit plain and a bit boring. So they've got three tiers. They've got Star League, Gold League and a Blue League. 
Yeah, that's where that's where that's where uh, breast will be. Such a fucking loser. That was a good one, wasn't it? That was a good one. Fair play. Fair play. (laughs) Throwing me. I I had no idea what there was. There was something I wanted to say as well. I have no idea. Um, Yeah, whatever. So yeah, the Super League. Tell us more, because I have no idea what the hell I was talking about. <laughs> it's about you, went as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, so the, the Super League, basically, you, you, you've got uh, a you group no in, the, in, the, in the top, in the Gold League. Sorry, the Star League, which will be your, effectively your Champions League. So there'll be two groups of eight. And then it goes into a knockout stage. Same in the gold league, whereas that's probably a bit more of the Europa League type thing where mm. you, again, do the same thing as I've just said. And then you've got the blue league, which is, I think, the, 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 you, get, you lose like 16 teams. There's, there's more teams. I think you lose half of them and then half more come through. So that's, that's like the, the promotion and relegation. Yeah. And then... They, I don't really know how there's, well, I can't remember how that works. There's a bit more like the conference league, you would argue, um, where they they play a little bit more. It's not quite the same. There's more teams and, it, and it's just a slightly different. I can't remember exactly how that works now. It's, so it's, it's gone. Four, is it four groups of eight or something? Is that, is that what it was? Said? Yeah, I think it's four groups of eight. So you still do the same sort of group games and then knockouts, etc. from there. But yeah, as you yeah. said, there's a lot more teams that get dropped out afterwards. Yeah, but, and then people from the so teams from the blue who win the blue league go up into the gold league, and then the ones in the bottom two from the gold league go down, and then the ones that win the the, the playoffs go up into the star, and then the ones that bottom of the star go down into gold, which makes sense. It, it it's basically just saying the Champions League isn't good enough. And did was it you who told me? The um, I don't know. My voice went really squeaky. Like you got really but excited was it, then. It was like you, you. Was it you? <laughs> was it you who told me that you was stop? Was it you who I told didn't say me? anything? That was all you then. <laughs> <laughs> that that the Champions League are now the sorry UEFA are now looking at the Champions League and the changes that they've got coming in for next season and might be changing it. Yeah, they might be scrapping that all together now. Which I don't understand whether that would be a good thing or bad thing. Because I know there obviously the changes originally with the Champions League were to get more teams in there and make it more of a, a sort of league, basically. Which, to my... I mean, if it's called Champions League, that makes sense. Because it should be a league format. Um, but, so they're looking at potentially going back on that and keeping the Champions League exactly the same as what it is now. Which, to be fair, it's not broken now. Yeah. I would argue that you, that's probably the right thing to do. Oh, I, I completely agree. But does that not then open up more case for this Super League to actually become a thing? Because the bigger teams that will be in those that Star League and the Gold League, they're going to be staying in there for longer. They don't have to do these different qualifications and hope that they're smashing their domestic league every season still. So they get more so, money um, in their pockets. So basically, the the Europe, Europe, European Super League is not going to take off. There might be something that happens with with clubs that don't quite quite get the financial back. So so there's put teams in Portugal in in Holland, <clears throat> uh, sorry the Netherlands, who don't 
reap the rewards that the Champions League might necessarily give them who have agreed to go into the ESL. There's no English team who've agreed to it. There's no uh, German team who's agreed to it. There's Italian teams. I think there's uh, Atletico Madrid have said no. I think Real Madrid and Barcelona agreed to it. I think they were, were they already They're, still in it? Yeah, so it was Barca, Real and Juventus. They were the three still that never it. left the Super League. So apparently they are, if this does take off and actually become a thing, they're due a £1 billion or billion euro, I think, payout as a loyalty bonus for sticking with the yeah. European Super League. Yeah. So that in it, I mean, that in itself is is complete madness, that, isn't it? Yeah, but where does that money come from? So this consortium of was it A twenty two or something? They're the guys yeah. that are setting all of this up. But where's the funding coming from? Because apparently in this announcement, all the games are going to be free to free to watch yeah. and stream online. So there's no TV commercial revenue there at all. So where's this money coming from? Like people aren't just going to pay it out their own back pocket and say, "Oh, that's fine because we're doing this." I get companies will sponsor the league and stuff, and you know there are always going to be companies to do that. But to to spend that much—that's a lot of money. That's three billion before you've even got going. I guess if you've got, yeah, well, exactly, yeah. But if you've got a certain amount of people behind you giving financial backing in terms of advertisement revenue from each club, because I'm I'm assuming that there's going to be some form of TV sales for it. I, d- I don't understand how they can allow it to be every... I know they've said every game is free for all, but I'm assuming that there is going to be a little asterisk under there that says free if you pay a subscription of a monthly fee of <laughs> £40. Yeah. Free if get... you're a super member or a plus member of this, that and the yeah. other. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, there's, there's, got, there's got to be something. Because TV rights is is absolutely, you know, that's that's one of the biggest earners for footballing clubs and things like that. Tickets, you know, it, it, it's, 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 it's crazy. But where does it go now with all of these clubs saying no? Because what you'll find is you've got Real Madrid and Barcelona say... Two of the two of the most successful teams in the Champions League saying, No, no, we're not going to play in the Champions League, we're playing in the ESL. Then you've got the likes of Manchester City who want to play those teams, Bayern Munich who want to play those teams, wanting to go into the Champions League and play in the best of the best. Mm. If you're a footballer, what, what competition do you want to play in? So you are Erling Haaland, right? Where do you want to play your football? Do you want to play your football in the ESL against Real Madrid and Barcelona? Or do you want to play it against, I don't know, Atletico Madrid? Diego Simeone? Well, I suppose for him specifically, you'd go to the Super League now because you've already won the Champions League. You haven't won the Super League. True. But if you're you know, a top player that hasn't won either trophies or whatever or any European trophies before, realistically, you're going to go Champions League. That's historic now. That's the one with the most history. But once you've done it all, then there's an argument to say, well, sod it, let's go somewhere else. Exactly. But it depends so on the draw. Who, who loses out? Who loses out on all of this? I think everyone loses and everyone can win. Depends on your position, really. Like the an the biggest loser is the fans. Say, yeah, the fans are always going to lose The biggest loser out. is the fans. Yeah. We, we've lost out because... 
we're not going to get you know if if this does go ahead as as as, as it's projected to yeah. we're not going to get to see the likes of Manchester City, Arsenal, you know, our own clubs, Man United play Real Madrid, Barcelona, Juventus, you know, those big teams mm. that we wouldn't normally get to see them play. No, that's true. But at least we can play, like, you know, Brest and things like that. Oh, no, wait, they'll be there as well. Damn it. They're in the Blue League, mate. No Brest. No Brest for us. Yeah, I th- you're right. I think it's just the fans names. That, that leave that uh, that lose out. But I, I just don't think it's going to take off. It's not going to be anything. Unless I don't, I don't think be... you can avoid it, mate. No, it's like with the English ones, for example. So apparently there was a clause that was inserted into every club's membership or something to the Premier League or whatever it is. I don't know the technical terms. Um, but apparently there's a clause basically saying if you join any other league... Uh, any like breakaway Super League or whatever it may be or anything such similar, then you're instantly dispelled from the Premier League and from all English footballing competitions. Did you say dispelled? Yeah, I did. I meant expelled and dismissed. Okay. So I thought I'll amalgamate them together and fuck it up. Um, okay. No, that's good. <laughs> no, no, I'm happy with that. I, I'm so really kicked happy out essentially. That. Yeah. So they kicked out and that's it. Dis- Some may say dispelled. dispelled. <laughs> um. Which I think that's massively damaging for the leagues itself in terms of their growth. Because obviously the Premier League is the most wealthiest watched league and most watched league in the world. Obviously through TV rights, mm. TV deals, etc. So this is why I just I just don't think it's going to go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, the, I, I keep reading it, and 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 it, and it does say a free, state of the art digital streaming platform. Mm. You can't get away. That that for me is really really appealing. Like, but that I'm almost like, you know, there's there's a women's competition as well. There's a club competition there for women. Uh, it's 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 one of those things where you're like, do we do we allow this to happen? And get rid of UEFA's uh, complete control, dictatorship of European football. I mean, you say it's a dictatorship, but they're the governing body, so it's going to be a dictatorship. Because everyone, yeah, right, all yeah. the clubs signed up to a governing body, but the governing body is supposed to be acting impartial mm. and acting on behalf of the best interests of all the clubs. Obviously, we know um, that doesn't happen that way. I think these sorts of breakout leagues, they do get a bit of traction. I think that kicks UEFA up the bum, which we've noticed with, you know, potentially cancelling their plans for extending the Champions League and stuff. So there can be some good out of it. But as you sort of touched on, if it's free to watch, you know, I might even sort of track back on my comment about the fans losing out a bit because, yeah, they'll lose out from their team playing these other teams, but they'll be able to see good football as well for free mm. it'll be more accessible if you're not charged fucking £100 a month by Sky and you know twelve ninety nine a month through Netflix and Amazon and everyone and TNT Sports stuff that have all got the rights to all of these games yeah it, it's, it's certainly going to be an interesting topic I mean uh, Gulen Balag has <clears throat> said that fresh thinking is needed uh, uh, to address issues that eating football. 
Um, also, you've got you've got multiple ownership of. <laughs> Mate, you have butchered two languages so far. Three, three languages today. <laughs> did you forget English? Yeah, I did forget English <laughs> right at the beginning. <laughs> Gilem Balog. <laughs> Fucking Gilem Balog. Oh, <laughs> I was like, did he God. say that? I was just thinking, who the yeah. hell is he talking about? I know. I know. <laughs> and, uh, and, I had, and I just had the audacity to just carry on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you check over to the camera. <laughs> And then we both did that little smirk. <laughs> and then I saw you break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, um, yeah. So he has said it, 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 that... Because I don't know if you knew this, but with the multi-ownership, the multi-club ownership, sorry. So if Girona do qualify for the Champions League, they can't actually enter it? Yes. I, I've read something, but I I think it was this morning I saw, though, that apparently both can be stopped from entering. So it won't be just... Only one. All, no, I read today all clubs can be. So I think the option's there. But imagine if UEFA just say, right, City, you're out, Girona's in, because that'll be better TV and better well, entertainment. That... that that could be how it works because it depends on your league standings. So if Girona finished top and Man City finished third, Girona will go through. They could say, I think they are allowed to say, no, 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 let City go through. Um, but that, but this could be something to rival that because the multiple ownership is in so many different clubs. Yeah. If you think of Red Bull, I think Crystal Palace are owned by a few things. You've got. You've got Manchester City, Chelsea. Uh, I can't think what they're called. Todd Chelsea, Bowley, they've got Strasbourg, they've got Chelsea, they've got obviously multiple sports enterprises in the US. So it could be something where that this is considered because multiple ownership is something that is going to always be around. You know, Arsenal are Arsenal are a multiple ownership club, uh, not in Europe, but they could they could be. Hmm. Yeah, it could be in the future. Newcastle, I'm going to imagine at some point will be. Yeah, that. Well, they are technically now, but obviously it's not all in Europe, is it? Yeah. It's the only difference. Yeah. So, so you know, it's 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 going to be really interesting to see where this goes. Italian football is is very in it. They're they're well keen. Uh, they're almost Roy. Um, so, yeah. That was such a bad joke. Such a terrible, terrible joke. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey guys, here at the Football Drop Podcast, we'd love to hear all your comments, feedback, and funny stories. If you'd like us to share them on the pod, please email us at footballdroppodcast at hotmail.com. Thank you. But shall we go on to the Premier League fixtures and res- well, not fixtures, results? Yeah, let's not talk about the fixtures. Yeah, I don't care about Let's fixtures. talk about results. Where should we start? Should we start with the, the, the first one? So Forest Tottenham, yeah? That was on you the really Friday stumbled. night. Yeah, because sure. I, I was reading Notma Forest, and I was stupid. It was like Nottingham, and I can't get my words out. I was just very nervous, very nervous today. You having a haircut before Christmas? No. Keeping it long. It's winter, mate. I'm getting cold. Come on. Yeah, I don't know. Says the man in his short sleeve t-shirt. I don't know. Yep, got my polo shirt on. Loving life. Okay. Yeah, short sleeved. Uh, so yeah, Forest Tottenham. Two last game for Cooper. Tottenham win. Disappointing. Yeah, Richarlison, Kulusevski, mate. Kulusevski's a baller, isn't he? He is, but Tottenham got another red card. Yeah. Sumer. Four yeah. games now he's banned. Four games. Oh, is it? Is it? Is he got four yeah. games? Oh, there you go. Mad, isn't it? Yeah. What? What do you think? Uh, Richardson seems to be doing quite well now, doesn't he? Oh, mate, it's so annoying, isn't it? It is so mm. annoying. Rich Atkinson is smashing it. He's doing really well. Uh, yeah, no, he, he's his confidence will certainly be up. I do wonder if Tottenham will go out for a striker next month. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he's done that well, or whether there would be uh, a new striker on the horizon. Now, Michael Richards refuses to answer this question, so I'm wondering if you will, Ben. Is Tottenham a better team without Harry Kane? I don't know. I think they're a better team now than what they were this time last year, yes. But I don't think it's just the Kane factor. If you had this team with Harry Kane in it, they would be they'd be further up the league, let's put it that way. In my opinion. What about you? Okay. Micah sits on the fence for this so much. He does. Like, I'll let you know at the end of the season. I'm like, come on, mate. Did you hear the creosote thing? Uh, oh my god, was that the the bum cream or something? Uh, yeah, you thought it was but oh mate, that made me fucking die. That did. What? What got me more? It's when he said, "Oh, is that something you put on your bum?" And there was like cracking out. I was like, "That's me and Will." <laughs> yeah. just, I'd say so. We'll be like, "Oh, isn't that something you put on your ass crack?" <laughs> like, um, no. <laughs> Don't want creosote there, mate. Don't want creosote there. Um, what do you think, though? 
I think I think you're right. I think arguably they are a better team now. I'm not sure if it's because Harry Kane isn't there. I think that they are playing better. They've got Ange. Ange Ball is great. Kudazewski is is playing really well. They've got James Madison, who at the start of the season was phenomenal. Um, so, I mean, if they, yeah, like you say, if they had that team and Harry Kane, get rid of Atkinson, it's, it, it could be very, very good uh, yeah. for them. But, say la vie. Absolutely. Uh, obviously, the Bournemouth-Luton game we spoke about, you know, unfortunately got postponed or abandoned, sorry, I should say, because uh, of the uh, horrific scenes for Tom Lockyer. Um, but Chelsea managed to get a win against Sheffield United, a 2-0 win. They did, yes. Strange to see. Chelsea uh, Sheffield, three points. Sheffield United with their um, new manager. Um, I think, yeah, it was a it was a pretty good game. I think Cole Palmer is absolutely outstanding for Chelsea. Um, I don't think City. I don't think City particularly will miss him, but I think it just goes to show this the strength of City's team. When you've got Kyle Palmer, who can't make the team, and he's he's a fun, he's so good, honestly, he's so good. Um, but yeah, I think Jackson's goal. I think I think it just had everything to say about Sheffield United. They're just poor at the back, and also, arguably, uh, poor up front as well. I I still am on. I think I'm still on. What are they on? Eight points. I think I'm just on for a record, aren't I? Was it, what was the record? Yeah, I think 13. it was not, uh, No, I think it was nine. Sunderland was it nine? nine? I think. Yeah. Oh, Sunderland or Derby. Yeah, thinking, Sunderland yeah, yeah. or Derby. I think no, Derby, Derby got. I think was. they got twelve or thirteen. Okay. But yeah, I'm sure it was single digits on points that Sunderland went down on, which is embarrassing. Yeah, I don't know if they'll get that. I think I think Sheffield will probably maybe okay, maybe they won't get the record, but I think they will have one of the lowest. Yeah. If it's single figures, I think they've got they've got two points in them, definitely. Yeah, I'm thinking sub fifteen. Sub fifteen points this season. Yeah, I can still see it. Uh, yeah, shambolic. Even with Wilder, I just don't know what he's gonna bring. But anyway, let's let's move on. What's the next one, mate? Uh, I've got Manchester City Crystal Palace. Which, just to kind of follow up on what you mentioned just now, yes, they're not going to miss Cole Palmer. And yes, they have got a very strong team. But without De Bruyne, they're just not firing. Rodri, when he's missing, just doesn't help either. Obviously, Haaland is missing through injury as well. Which arguably, does it make a difference or not? Well, they've had 18 months now of playing with Haaland in their team. So when he's not there, yes, it will make a difference. Well, you say that, but they still scored two. They were two nil up. When when have Man City ever been two nil up? And I, I, okay, and I'm talking when I say when have Man City, I mean good Man City, not back at main road days. Man City at the Etihad. When have they been two nil up and they've drawn two two, especially against a team like Palace, who nothing take nothing away from Palace, but you know, defensively they're very. Uh, they're not as they 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 were when they had you know the, no. like, the I think it was Stones out for that game. Yeah, Stones, Stones was, still was out, wasn't he? Um, so yeah, I think once he's back, like you say, when you've got Haaland back, when you've got um, De Bruyne back, that that team 
changes. They've also they've come out and they've said that they're not actually going to change. Uh, they're not going to buy anyone in the summer. Uh, in, sorry, in the January transfer window, which is quite interesting. So he's going to stick with the squad uh, that he's got. But but like like like, like we said, when they come back, mm. what a team? Yeah, I mean, we still know what City have been like historically over the last sort of four or five years. They can go and win the next 15 games back-to-back, bang in, 45 points, and all of a sudden they're leading it again. So I, yeah. I think but, it's, they're, they're, not def, they're not out of contention, that's for sure, for the title. No, they never will be. No, no, no. I think, I think they're, they're, still, they're still the favourites despite their position in the league. What, are they they're five points away from Arsenal? Uh, yeah, Four points. So. Uh, anyway, I, I th- so so they're playing in the um, the Club World Cup at the moment, aren't they? They're through to the final against Fluminense tonight. I think is it tonight or tomorrow night? Can't remember. Um, so yeah, it's going to be. I think it's tomorrow. So yeah, I think it's going to be fascinating actually because they're going to miss a couple of Premier League games. They're playing a couple of games, then they they'll come back. They've got this Christmas period. Then they'll have to make up their other game. Then they're back into the Champions League. So they're not really going to get that break. So yeah. I think it could be it could be an interesting time for Manchester City. Uh, they've definitely got the manpower to do it, but it's probably the weakest. They it could be the weakest they've been for a very long time. Yeah, and I'm just hoping that you know from from our Arsenal hats on, or sorry, with our Arsenal hats on and our Arsenal perspective, that we can capitalise on it and get that league win, get that league title. Fingers Big game crossed. at the weekend, mate. Big game at the weekend coming up. Massive one against Liverpool, isn't it? Massive. Um, what's the next game, William? So, <clears throat> Smiley Miley and his Newcastle team. Smiley Miley. What a what a game! Uh, great result for Newcastle. <clears throat> Fulham. What what was what was Raúl Jiménez doing? Mate, I just don't understand Fulham as a team at the moment. Banged in 10 goals. We were singing their praises. We even named our last episode after them. And then they go and put in a performance like that. Yeah. Um, Crazy. Crazy, William. It's crazy. Mainly because they went down to 10 men because Raul Jimenez just thought, I'm just going to run into this guy. Bosh. (laughs) Yeah, that's just, just mindless. Yeah, but but Newcastle did play very well from there on. They're still suffering with their injuries, um, and I think they got a couple more, didn't they? I think Joel Linton went off. Yeah, Joel Linton. Um, that's going to be a big loss for them. He's been brilliant. Honestly, He's a unit in midfield. I don't know what's going on. What's happening with with players? This like there's a lot of injuries, but Newcastle in particular yeah. picked up so many. What's going on, Ben? I think it's just more games. They're just not used to playing this many games. I generally think that's the They're, they're playing the same amount of games, mate. They are playing the same amount of games as they would a few years ago. Where, where have the games increased? Um, Champions League and the level they're playing at. Champions League's always been that many games, though. You've not had an increase in Champions League since... Well, no, but Newcastle hasn't played in that league, mate, so... No, no, I'm not just... No, sorry, no, sorry. I'm not just specifically talking about Newcastle. Oh. But but some of Newcastle but Newcastle players as well have played Champions League football. Newcastle would have been in the Euro- European Cups 
so so what is going on with the fitness in some of these players? You, and you can't say because of the games because they haven't increased. No idea, mate. No idea. Don't really know what to tell you. It could be the training methods. It could be just less recovery times. And they're not doing the recovery quite right. Or people are just pushing themselves to the, the absolute limit now. Because things have improved so much. Everyone else has to improve to get there. Who knows? Just speculating. Should we move on? Burnley, they lost to Everton. Shock horror. They also won eight points. Oh, for lying. Everton have done really well. Yeah, I, I, I think I, uh, I think I surprised you with a message that I sent the other day, didn't I? You did. You did. Do you want to share it with everyone? Well, I'm a person who can tell you when they feel that they've probably said something, and and actually, it's it was probably true at the time. But now it's no longer true and I can change and admit to the change of my position and the change of my mind, which is that Everton are managed, properly managed by a coach who's quite defensive minded at nature. But you could arguably say, and I probably would now say that is a Premier League manager. Well done, mate. Congratulations. I could see how Thank much you. that hurt you. So we won't yeah. we won't go on too much about it, but what a run Everton are on at the moment. And just for the just for people who are on this side of listening on YouTube, Ben was clapping then in that silence. It wasn't it wasn't quite no, he's not picking up. Oh. <laughs> oh. My bad. There you go, guys, just so you can see that's what I was doing. Um West Ham Wolves. Solid 3-0 West Ham win. Have we missed one? No. Burnley Everton, oh, West okay. Ham Wolves. Um, what was the score? It was 3-0 to West Ham. West Ham United. Kudus oh, we... with a brace. Oh, he got brace. Mate, Kudus is Kudus outstanding. It's a Kudus. Yeah, mate. It's a Kudus. Mate, honestly, he is, he is quality. He's a baller. He's yeah. really good. I, I mean, don't. I don't know what else to it say. It sounds ridiculous to kind of say this, but yeah, they're obviously still going to miss Declan Rice, but they have spent that money so well. They really have. It's 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 unbelievable how well they're doing. It uh, really is, Jeff. Really uh, is. <laughs> in terms of Ward, Prowse, Kudus, Bowen. They, they don't really... Uh, Paqueta, I mean, Paqueta was playing for fun at the weekend. He like, was, he's a baller. He is Suchek. an absolute baller. Suchek, solid. Base and midfield. He had a bit of a dodgy season last season. He wasn't firing on all cylinders and he didn't start that well. But it, West Ham seem to be... They're, they're finding a bit of a groove now. It's still a bit unpredictable. Groove, they do seem to be a bit unpredictable at times. Yeah, they will be, yeah. Uh, well, you seem to be no, quite right at the moment, but yeah. So yeah, Villa, Brentford, tight two-one. Uh, a couple of red cards in this one as well. Do you want to share all? Sorry, I'm just kidding. I, 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 you, you're rushing ahead. Uh, yes. Okay. So we're on Brentford Villa. So it was two-one, Aston Villa. 
which was a pretty much a one-sided spectacle until the sending off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Me had to go, right? Yeah, I think so. It It's one of those weird ones because he doesn't, generally doesn't do tackles like that. It I don't think it was aggressive or whatever. I think it was just a bit reckless. Yeah. I don't think there yeah. was any malice in was it, it at all. It was just bad that, timing. It's, that's the one where he sort of went to get the ball, but he kind of caught Leon Bailey in the leg, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, it is a well, red, I mean, but it's... Yeah, it's hard. The, the, thing, the thing with it for me is when the referee goes over to the screen, he's shown Leon Bailey's leg and dunks... Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's all in slow mo. It's like at and, normal and, speed. And you look at it and you go red card. And I, and I looked at it and I'm like, well, uh, first time I'm like, well, I don't know. The second time I'm like, it was slowed down. I'm like, yeah, okay, it's probably it's probably going to be a red because he has his. Yeah. But in the in the like, he's there's the intent. If you think about intent, <clears throat> it's it's probably not there. So in terms of the law, it's a it's a red. But in terms of, you know, but well, I mean, what a game! It all went to shit after that, didn't it? Mate. What? <laughs> a ga- I mean, it game, was it was crazy. The tackles were flying in. I think right at the end there, wasn't it? When Kamara was it Kamara got sent off? Mm. Right at the end there, I think Emery was on the pitch trying to pull because that was it, that was it. It was with uh, Mope and. Uh, uh, Martinez, wasn't it? Like, Lope what is such a little rat? He's such a rat. He did, but he did what Emmy Martinez did, and Martinez, you could, you would probably call a rat as well. Yeah, like he's just was, a really big giant rat. It was ridiculous. Martinez jumps on the floor. Then, I mean, Neil Mope the whole way through that little thing at the end, Mope was laying on the floor. Oh he didn't God, get up. Oh, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I did I was I was watching the game and I was thinking, this is fucking insane. The referee did not have a grip on the game. It was poorly officiated, I thought. Yeah. Um but to talk in positives, Ollie Watkins oh, is dying. looking incredible and he's English, so you know, in the summer he'll be there and he could be a super sub. I'm so annoyed because I forgot to take Haaland out of my FPL. I've got Watkins on the bench and I forgot to make the change. Watkins obviously scored a load of points. Haaland obviously got nothing because he wasn't playing. Fuming, yeah. but I am still leagues ahead of you, which is nice. I mean, it's not hard. No. I think I've What's hard in is twice. bloody predictions. That's When I take it serious, mate, it's ridiculous. you know about it. Oh, that's ridiculous. Um, a couple of big games on the Sunday after that one, after those though. Arsenal Brighton, 2-0. 2-0, good win, mate. Gooners. Absolutely Brighton outstanding. Two shots, two, the entire game. Arsenal were at, honestly, Arsenal were at, that's the best, one of the best games I've seen Arsenal play for a, for a little while. We, we were quality. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, were. we should have probably scored more, um, but I'm quite, I'm a bit like that. I'm always a bit like, well, you know, we could have got more. But, yeah, very, very good game. Arsenal did very, very well. Incredible performance. And Declan Rice, mate. Well, honestly, we speak about him every week at the moment. But He was ill. 
I know. all that week. He, he was, was throwing up that morning, or I say that morning, sort of the night before slash early doors in the morning. He was throwing up, and then and he came he... in and went, no, I'm all right, I'll play. I'll play, and then he puts in... He got man of the match, he? Didn't got he got man of the match, 9 out of 10 rated, like fucking insane. Absolutely insane. Yeah, crazy. Making crazy, 100 crazy, million crazy. look like it's probably the best spent 100 mil you could ever put in sports. I, I can't I can't think of a player who I would say is worth 100 million other other than yeah other than Declan Rice. I mean, you could talk about Cristiano Ronaldo, you can talk about Lionel Messi, you can talk about, but they weren't bought for that much. The time the game has gone on, but yeah, yeah. Declan Rice, mate, just bargain. Honestly, incredible. Um, and perhaps the most boring game of the weekend, which should not have been the most boring game of the weekend. Liverpool. It's a hard one. Nil, nil. It was a boring draw. What? Can I? Can I ask you something? No. Let's just talk about football. <laughs> no, no, no. It is, it is football related. Wait until Before we're off we air. Move on. <laughs> we... Why did Darlo get a red card? Uh, for dissent. Tw- twice. Yeah. In the same. Pa- in yeah, the same. In, in the was same this... play. Yeah. Wasn't it? Was this the same guy who did? Um... Uh, Martinelli, in the same passage of play, gave him two yellow cards. Uh, I can't remember who the ref was for. It was Oliver, wasn't it? Michael Oliver was this one, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I don't the think... The biggest... It, oh, I can't even remember. I'm not going to say. So Liverpool opened up their, um, their upstairs of... I can't remember which end it is. So 57,000 seater now. Uh, no, it wasn't the cop, was it? Yeah, I'm sure it was the cop end they were redoing, weren't they? Maybe Anfield not. Road Stand. Oh, Top okay. deck of the Anfield Road Stand. Is that the cop? I don't know. Anyway. Great knowledge. Nil nil. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. What absolute boring, boring nil nil. This dog is just gone nuts because someone's rang on the doorbell. Mate, doesn't pick it up, but thanks for sharing. Yeah, well, it will do. If you're if you're on YouTube, you will you will have heard that. That would have been that was in the red on. Oh, on was it? Oh, so, yeah, yeah, you're definitely going to hear that on the YouTube vid. That's that's something to look out for. Nice. I said that after the uh, yeah. So after about an hour and six minutes, just turn it off, mate. Just, uh, <laughs> you got this far. Just call it a day. Just save yourself just another a couple day. of minutes. Yeah, so Liverpool nil, Manchester United nil. Um, but Liverpool had 34 shots. It's insane. Eight on target. They That's had terrible. More, Only they, they, were, they, they played better than when they beat them 7-0. <laughs> um, did you hear Klopp? Say, I think, was it after midweek game? Was there midweek games? No, there wasn't, was there? No. I think it must have been after this one. He said that the Anfield... Yeah, it was after this one. Uh, the Anfield team... Re- the, the Anfield crowd. The fans really need to turn up for the Arsenal game because they were not vocal enough. Yeah, I did hear that. Did hear that. But the Anfield crowd and the atmosphere, everyone says, oh, it's amazing, it's amazing. Now, don't get me wrong, I've not been, so I cannot comment from a factual perspective. But everyone I know that have gone to Liverpool say, yeah, it's great, until... The kickoff whistle, and then they're silent. 
Like you never walk alone place before. Everyone's like, oh, it's mental. Within a minute, it's dead. It's very quiet by comparison. I haven't been for a long time, but I was. But I went back in the eighties, <laughs> and it was no, it wasn't quite the eighties, but it was. Yeah, it was loud. Uh, yeah. Um, so that left Arsenal top of the table, ready for yeah, does. Liverpool on. We're at Liverpool actually again, aren't we? On um, uh, Sunday. Is it Sunday? No, it's tomorrow. Uh, Saturday, yeah, Saturday. Is it Saturday? Saturday. So yeah, um, well done, well done, Liverpool. Well done, Man United. Man United could have got a goal there. I thought Hoyland needed to have put that one away, but uh, yeah, I feel there for we Hoyland. playing a go. very poor Man United team. Anthony would, I think Alan Shearer said it would, it would do you nothing, wouldn't he? He's always looking for the shot, never looking for a cross, never looking for an assist, always yeah. wants to score and hasn't. No, of course he hasn't. doesn't. All he does is fucking spin on the spot. Well, he's done that once. Fidget spinner. That's all he is. Anyway, Crystal Palace played last night, didn't they? They had Brighton and Hove Albion. They did. I think did. you predicted a Palace win. I predicted a 1-1 draw. And, oh, look, it was 1-1. <laughs> no, that guy Welbs got the equaliser very late into the game. What a header. Mate, I'm getting so annoyed with these last 10-minute goals. I've, I think I've lost about 40 points in our predictions through this. And you've gained about Wait, 40. A game is a game, isn't it? I know, it's just so it's annoying. It's 90 minutes. Well, they're not. They're about 110 now, but yeah. Oh, mate, what was it? What, what was the game <laughs> at the weekend? Was it, was it Newcastle game? We went into 50, 55th minute yeah, of the first half. Like it's, honestly, it's ridiculous. It's mad now. And I think this has probably helped um, caused some of the injuries, not helping with injuries. Um, helping increase the injuries <laughs> is that players are stop, stopping and starting obviously quite a lot and they're playing more minutes at the end yeah so um, it's very difficult I'm just going to go and just do the smallest European roundup because we haven't had one for a little while but I just want to go through different leagues so if we start with Serie A so I just want to let everybody know that Inter Milan are top of the table there Juventus have climbed up to second place and AC Milan in third. AC Milan are going for a little bit of a dodgy uh, place at the moment. They they need to they need to start winning. I think they played Newcastle, didn't they, week before last midweek? Yeah. Um, and they got into the Europa League actually, didn't they? So they're dropping down into that, but that that could give them some confidence with that that win because they you know they could have they could have. Could have gone out and not had any European football. Surprise package, Bologna in fourth place there, a point above Napoli and Fiorentina. Um, and then at the bottom, you've got Salonatana, basically a Sheffield United, yeah. uh, Hellas, Verona and Empoli uh, with Caglia, uh, with sorry, Udinese and Cagliari, a point above them. Harry Kane's life in Germany is, quite frankly, incredible. Uh, what's he got? He's played. Has he got twenty-one goals in fourteen games now? Is it something crazy? Like like seventeen, uh, seventeen games, I think it is. Just seventeen games. Yeah. It's absolutely. That's all competitions, that is, I think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. all yeah. competitions. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But <laughs> insane, insane. They're still. They've got a game in hand, but they're still four points behind Leverkusen. Leverkusen have drawn a couple over the last few weeks. 
um, but have continued their winning form. Uh, uh, winning form. I think Bayern Munich lost actually a few games ago themselves. Um, so yeah, then Stuttgart are in third, four points behind Bayern Munich. So actually, there's quite a few. It's it's going to be a two horse race this one, which is probably good for German football. Uh, Leipzig in fourth, and then uh, Borussia Dortmund are in fifth place. Union Berlin have got themselves off off the bottom of the table. Come on, Union Berlin. Darmstadt, 98 at the bottom, and Köln above them uh, on goal difference, and then Mainz above them again on goal difference, and Union Berlin have got a three-point gap. Uh, And then I'll take you to La Liga, if you like, Ben. Sure. Uh, So Girona have drawn now, so they they are on exactly the same amount of points as Real Madrid. Um, Barcelona are seven points below them. Yes, come um, on! And three points below Barcelona is Atletico Madrid, who have got a game in hand against them. So it's interesting. It will be interesting to see what does happen with Girona, but they they don't they don't look like they're going to stop anytime soon. They're they're, they're almost halfway through uh, the league, and they're seven points clear of Barcelona, yeah. ten well, points clear of Atletico Madrid and Atletico Bilbao. So. When you get you to know. this point in the season, you know it's not a fluke then. You can continue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You they can, they, they can have a fluke run of sort of five to seven, maybe even ten games. But when a you're on sort of fifteen, twenty, it's like, oh, okay. This isn't just just a bit of bants. Where did um, Exactly. Um Almeria one zero drawn five lost thirteen. Um, five points they've got bottom of the table Granada have got a one win more so they're eight points Uh, they're on eight points so Celta Vigo and Cadiz are 18th and 17th respectively there's two points between them Uh, and then Alves Sevilla who have managed to just find a little bit of form somewhere Um, Celta Vigo still managed by Rafa Benitez no less nice thank you for the roundup. Anytime, Benjamin, anytime. Um, I just want to take this opportunity now as we wrap up to wish you, Ben, and all of our listeners a happy VARmas, a happy Christmas. Um, enjoy your Christmases, uh, enjoy your gifts, enjoy your overindulgement, and we'll be back before the new year ready to surprise you with more pronunciations <laughs> more bants <laughs> bit of information on our Christmases and uh, may all your Christmases be white absolutely thank you guys for listening have a lovely Christmas we'll catch you before the new year bye bye hi everybody thanks for listening to today's episode uh, please if you can give us a five star review on your podcast provider and help us to hashtag drop the pod Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.